0: never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Run around
1: and desert
0: you. you. (laughs) For as many times as I break old you, I don't know the words.
2: It would be incredible. This is just a whole, like, oh, what if? Uh, What if, like, we did go out, like, dancing one night? And they dropped, like, a remix of that. I just, like, sneak a $20 just...
0: bill to the DJ. I'm like, hey, oh, yeah.
2: listen, hey.
0: you want to be in on the greatest prank? They would probably hate me, but I'm like, look. How... Well, it depends
2: on the DJ. What's Some the, the monetary? Are...
0: I got you. For me. For Paul. Gotta cover that. I just see you from across the club room making, eye like, naggers at me. Very The Office-esque. <laughs> As
2: you're just smiling while, like, sipping a drink or something. <laughs>
0: uh i'm How good you, paul i think the same update as last time just dancing about yeah. to go do a work show for a week
2: and then you're going to ecc oh ECC. my
0: god yes i'm so excited windows i'm so
2: jealous i'm like god i wish i could go
0: oh uh, am this will be my second ever comic con she's gone full yeah. cosplay actually can i give you my cosplay rant
2: Yes, Okay. tell me about your, because I'm very interested in your cosplay stuff Yes, right now. so
0: I first got to give a shout out to Brooke, who listens, for getting me into cosplay.
2: <laughs> Wait, Brooke listened to this? Yeah. Hi, Brooke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's always hey, a jump scare whenever we drop a name to a listener.
2: <laughs> we should just drop, like, random names. Hey. Like, yeah, our friend hey, Mark. Marcus.
0: Whoa! Oh, oh my god! Whoa!
1: Whoa. Same brain. Same friend. <laughs> that was so
0: weird. God, oh, sometimes. sometimes.
1: Is it? Is sometimes. it because neither of us
0: really have
2: a close friend named Mark? I actually like... do. Oh, you do? I do. Shout out to that, Mark.
0: <laughs> hey, Mark. <laughs> Damn, we're really starting off the pot strong.
2: Good lord. But yes, anyway. Uh, you're going with Brooke? Um,
0: I'm not going with Brooke. I was going, oh. and then Brooke was like, "I'm going too." And they were like, "Hey, Bo and Yasha, Bo and Yasha."
2: Hell yeah!
0: Um, so I've I've commissioned slash kind of through half haphazardly a lot of my cosplays together. Um, but this time I've been keeping a surprise. But listeners always get first dibs on things. <laughs> will this be out? Yes, this will be out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna do Echo from Arcane. And oh, I so made good. it all myself. And oh, I am it looks incredible. so proud. With a lot of, like, help and encouragement and assistance from Emma. But, like, he had all the crafting shit. But I, like, cut it all, like, hot glue gun, painted. I learned a lot about makeup to do, like, his little white face paint. Mm-hmm. Uh, learned a little bit on how to, like, contour masculine faces. And Ryan is going to make me his... Um, whatever his, like, bat prop weapon. Yeah, his weapon,
1: his weapon.
2: yeah. Uh,
0: so it really was a community community uh, mission together, but I'm, like, so yeah. stoked because this is the one that, like, I feel like I did myself, and it looks so rad, it and I'm so incredible. excited to wear it. Looks it looks great. I'm so excited to put all the pieces together and, like, yeah, walk around Seattle. Because when you
2: send us that, that little, like, sneak peek in our friend chat,
0: mm-hmm, Oh. I
2: was like, you look, you fit the part so well. <laughs> the hair already is Yeah, I got there. the hair
0: refreshed. Like, I put it all on and I was just like squealing and like circling in the mirror because I was so excited. Oh, cosplay is so fun. So I'm excited for that. Um going to do, yeah, Bo and Yasha one day and then the other day, I'm not going to say I'm going to keep that one a surprise, but it's like a low key casual cosplay that I'm going to do with Chess. Um, and then I oh, have I like think a I whole know what it is now, I have actually, a whole cosplay possibly. like lineup for a whole pod. Wild, who is she?
2: For the whole thing. No. Wow.
0: Anyway, thank you for listening to my cosplay rant. Bunch of nerds over here. <laughs> I,
2: I I kind of I'm now thinking about cosplay. I just need money. I, I just mean,
0: need a job. We, like so, we kind of already do whenever we dress up, you know, Lord of the Rings esque. That's kind of a low key. kind of but i oh, i always play
2: my hobbit uh and i'm like i kind of want to i talk again thanks brooke <laughs> blaming brooke for this but we talked about like doing like uh like Baldur's gate characters for when uh renaissance fair comes around oh yeah and i'm just like oh i kind of i kind of want to get into that and then i yeah. found out that, who would you uh, wait who would you be I talked about doing Volo, who's like this who like goofy side character okay. that you meet. He's like a he's not a bard. He's got bard energy though.
0: <laughs> because
2: he like writes all these books that are completely full of lies and he's like, Ah yes, hello adventurer. Let me write down your tales. And Vibes. I'm like, Oh god.
0: Love that. And
2: he wears like a little blue get up with like a, a poofy hat. And I'm like, man. I would want to. I would want to cosplay that guy so badly. So who knows? There are a few months in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might look into learning how to sew because hey, I have the time. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So.
0: Oh, that reminds me because I haven't really asked um, if you feel okay talking about it, or you could cut this out. But you I'll had a it. little job it. thing. How did that go?
2: All right. I haven't heard back yet. Okay. But last week on thursday i went into ktla for a newsroom day and i was basically the, just there to observe get a get a hold of what the job is like hung out in the control room with the directors Dope. and stuff uh it was really exciting it was really cool uh it's 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 nerve-wracking yeah. to think that it could possibly be a thing
0: yeah I mean, like, regardless, though, I'm so glad you got to go and, like, meet people in person, sit in. Yeah, actually Solid put connections. a face on it. Yeah.
2: Uh, I, I met the head of production there. Wow. And the way he talked to me, it was, like, as though, like, I was already kind of hired. Okay. So I'm promising. wondering if he was communicating with the hiring department um, and he just didn't know I wasn't actually hired. I was <laughs> just there to observe. You're like, yes, or if, I am uh, hired.
0: When do I start?
2: Yeah. But yeah, and just chatting with people, uh, and I hope I get it, you know? Was it a
0: long day? Like, how many hours were you sitting in on?
2: I was there for most of the shift. So, I got there at 6 a.m., and then I hung around until, like, noon, because the gal I was following around, she doesn't get off till like, 12.30, but she she, like, talked to me. She's like, yeah, you, like are basically our most of our morning news. You've already been here to see it. Mm -hmm. All that's left are like filler uh, segments and stuff like that. So you wouldn't have to stick around uh, for that. So now, but I was there for like six hours and I, I hope something comes of it. And if not, c'est la vie. So Mm -hmm. is life.
0: Still, still Uh, like so proud of you for, you know, moving to LA. Like you go, went and dropped in and sat in the control room of a major station. Like, that's yeah. badass shit, regardless to of what happens. See,
2: Will, I am. Uh,
0: <laughs> Besties. Was... I know him. I've taken a shot with yeah. him. <laughs> he likes my hair.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it's fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. And if not, I'm still applying to menial jobs. Yeah. So...
0: Hey, ev- everything is like a little step in the right direction, whether yeah, you know it now like or not.
2: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Good. goodness yeah if you would like to hire paul please
0: <laughs> Shoot. email the Send silly million at gmail.com yes. and ben will give you his personal email
2: <laughs> yeah uh but yeah so that's that's been that's what's been up with me other than that i've been doing some uh hobby voice recording stuff on the Good. side audiobook stuff oh yeah um I have a little project i'll be dropping later in march i think Ooh,
0: okay okay goes. oh i think that's uh, actually uh, another good uh, i have a project coming out tuesday it'll be out it'll it be christmas out when this related? comes out <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what
2: day please it tell is tell me it's christmas please tell me it's the christmas it's not <laughs> i march. don't know what
0: happened to that one it's the pirate <laughs> one
2: okay good yeah i was i was like god i hope it's the christmas thing <laughs> just for the sheer absolute nonsense of releasing a christmas thing in, in february
0: or maybe in march february um uh. no my my video D one shot will be on youtube on table runners table runners official um on tuesday so it'll already be out by the time this drops the 27th um I'm excited for it and also kind of nervous. Check it out. Oh, you'll be fine.
2: (laughs) You're incredible. So, I think we can jump right in then, I guess.
0: Shall we? Shall we? This was a fun chapter.
2: It was. We got some gay in here.
0: (laughs) You know we love some gay.
2: We love ourselves some gay. All right. In three, two, one. And welcome to this week's episode of The Silly Marillion. As always, I am your host, Paul, leading us through these stinky marshes known as the internet. And joining me, being careful not to follow the meme lights, is Tori. Hello, Tori.
0: Hi, Paul. Thank you for for having me. Maybe not thank you for having me. It smells here. Well... Maybe. It is Los
2: Angeles
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe another venue next time just don't
2: just don't walk next to the LA River and you'll be fine um yes we're back again as always back, as we are yeah. like every other week as, you know. if, as if I th- how have we kept to the schedule like very faithfully I can't remember the last time we had yeah. to cancel I think that was like maybe last September September?
0: Yeah, I think there was a little bit over summer because I was going through we had to it take
2: off. Yeah. But... We had to take off for 9-11 I think. <laughs>
0: um... There's it, you reached capacity. No more, you cut off. Damn. That was pretty soon in the podcast too. I can't say it's the and soonest it, had, one. You've well, definitely done earlier. Be, there was
2: there was gonna be no nine eleven references. Elsewhere in this chapter, so you
0: could fit it in. Not that you need why, to. You're why good. is
2: my internet persona becoming guy who drinks Baja Blast and makes nine eleven jokes? I don't know,
0: Paul. Why, why is it?
2: Is that is that is that why no one's hiring me? Is that because that's my persona? Oh uh, God.
1: <laughs> <it's> <laughs> so
2: yeah, like we've, I think we've held faithfully to this uh, twice a month schedule.
0: Yeah, yeah, we have, we have for. Almost three years, as we discovered the last podcast episode.
2: Yeah, good lord.
0: Time flies when I mean, you're having fun and going through trauma. Well, speaking of trauma,
2: trauma into these marshes. Oh geez. these marshes. Oh, I thought you were going to bring up like, actual no. trauma. I'm like,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. no. <laughs> that's only for our patrons. If you would like to hear about Tori's trauma,
2: that's the you $15 can pay. tier we're introducing, where Tori comes in once a week for like an <laughs> hour long call. And just info dumps about everything that's happened to their... Uh,
0: While wow, I just nod and record. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, goodness. But let's get into these marshes, shall we? You
0: know, I was very excited about this chapter because I feel like it's a favorite amongst our pals. I feel like this is one especially... I don't know. I think of wool Ooh. and... I think of Oh. I think Wool has talked about the marshes and drawn a few of those scenes. And I wanna say yeah. Cass has also drawn some slash talked about it. I have like very specific art in my head of these. I can
2: I can picture the wool art for sure. Yeah. Um, so I was
0: like kind of excited to to read this chapter. And it does have a very fun scene in uh in the movies. So it's been
2: a while since you've watched. I
0: know. And I haven't... Like I've seen Fellowship so many times. I feel like I've only seen this it's one. It's going to be
2: funny because the next movie we're going to watch is going to be Fellowship. I know. As well. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, man, I've watched Fellowship so many times. And I'm like, was, and you'll do it again.
0: Was the last time I watched this movie when you visited for Hobbit Day, we went in theaters? No.
2: No, we we saw Return of the King in theaters.
0: Oh, then maybe I've only seen this one once.
2: You've only, I think you've only seen Two Towers once. Which,
0: in my opinion, Two Towers
2: weakest of the three. Mm. I would argue. Mm,
0: okay.
2: It is certainly like all right. It's not bad, but oh, right. God, I'm gonna talk about Helm's Deep again. You know I'm gonna like complain <laughs> moving about on, moving Helm's on. Deep. We can't talk about Helm's Deep yet. We can't okay. talk about Helm's moving Deep on. and 9/11. Dead marshes. Dead marshes. Second marshes hit the passage. Um, Damn it. So, picking up... <laughs> we have Gollum showing them the way through these marshes, this shortcut he knows. He's mm-hmm. led them out of the Emunmuel, and it it goes from the problem of them not being able to see where they're going simply because there's just so much, like, hills and rocks and everything around them to just flat marshy, and they can see where they want to get to. Wishy. Wet. Soaking. Haunted. Haunted. Dead people filled.
0: Yeah. Uh. That's that's quite the location change. To say the very least.
2: It's just incredibly flat, and they can see where they want to get to, but they can't go in a straight line because... Again, they're in a marsh. They could sink down and suffocate in mud at any point. And
0: join the mysterious bodies that we're going to get to later. But luckily they have
2: Gollum and his lovely little songs that he likes to sing. Are you going to
0: sing it for us? Are you going to sing it for us like Paul or like Gollum?
2: You know what? I'll sing it like Gollum. Hell yeah. You know, what was it? You've heard of Bend It Like Beckham? I'm going to sing it like Gollum.
0: That's gonna be the title of this chapter. <laughs>
2: Sing it like goblin. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> Silence, please. I need. The artist must concentrate.
1: <clears throat> the cold, hard lands, they bite our hands, they gnaw our feet. The rocks and stones are like old bones, are bare of meat but stream and pool is wet and cool so nice for feet and now we wish what does we wish well tell you he guessed it long ago baggins guessed it Alive without breath, as cold as death, never thirsting, ever drinking, clad in mail, never clinking, drowns on dry land, thinks an island is a mountain, thinks a fountain is a puff of air, so sleek, so fair, what a joy to meet, we only wish to catch a fish so juicy, sweet.
0: Bravo, bravo, was Gollum in the room with us?
1: Oh my god. Andy Circus,
0: <laughs> what special guests. We've raised our budget.
2: We'll never raise our budget. <laughs> we do this shit for free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> lovely, yes. lovely. What a little tune. What a little ditty.
2: And a fun little callback to the Hobbit, mm-hmm. uh, where he uses the same riddle: uh, "The alive without breath, as cold as death."
0: Mm, throwback. I didn't catch throwback.
2: that. Yeah. And it just makes Sam hate him even more.
0: <laughs> it's a little sus, sus. It's a little creepy. Um, mm. And is it here that that Sam is like, Gollum looks a little hungry, and there's nothing to eat but us.
2: Yeah. But I'm hungry too. So, and we're and we're all hungry now. Specifically, now that the fact that they are thinking, oh, do we have food
0: for Gollum? What? I was going to say, what even does a golem eat? But from the song, we know he loves a fish.
2: Well, Sam is more concerned of, is he going to eat us when we fall asleep? Mm -hmm. That's that's Sam's big problem. And so they they settle down for the day because they have to travel at night. And they decide to get some food out. And Frodo offers Smeagol some lambas. First off, Smeagol absolutely hates the leaves they're wrapped in. He's like, ugh, elf leaves. Disgusting. They smell
0: like elves. It's they smell rude.
2: What do elves smell like? What do you think elves smell like?
0: I feel like we had this discussion on the pod before. Have we? And it was kind of difficult for us to decide. Because like, my gut wants to say something like woodsy and trees and leaves. But that lends more to Hobbits. Than elves, I would say. I don't feel like
2: elves would have like a minty quality to them.
0: Something really fresh, a Febreze, if you will.
2: <laughs> they smell like spring meadow.
0: <laughs> they smell like mithril. They
2: smell like f- f- they smell like new car.
0: Oh, <laughs> new car scent. Mm, that'll be the question uh for this episode yeah listeners let us know what elves smell like
2: what do elves smell like the biggest question of the tolkien legendarium
0: (laughs) what
1: do
2: elves smell like but whatever they smell like Gollum is not a fan (laughs) he loses his shit with the leaves he's like oh my god even their trees smell fucking weird (laughs) i don't want this and then he he takes a bite of the lembas he's like oh god this is is even worse it's disgusting ash and dust dusts and ashes he can't eat that he must starve
1: so dramatic
2: (laughs)
0: dramatic
1: what
2: a drama queen look
0: i'm always a golem defender then he starts shit talking elves and i'm like "Mm, this might be the thing that tips me over
2: and then he's got like this almost like humble brag of calling himself poor thin smeagol like yeah okay we get it you're (laughs) you keep your weight down you don't have to brag about it but Frodo's just like, I don't know what to tell you, man. This is all we have. This is all we got. So.
0: We're in a I guess marsh.
2: We're just going to have to starve. It's the meme of go back to sleep and starve.
0: We're going to have sleep for dinner.
2: We're going to have sleep for dinner. Mm, delicious. Mm-hmm. Delicious, delicious sleep.
0: And that's kind of what they, they do, do. go to sleep, They're actually. Bit, yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, Frodo and Sam, they eat their Lambes because it's delicious to them and they still. Uh, are able to actually enjoy a meal and sam's just like okay so i'm gonna stay up because i'm not trusting Gollum. Mm. you go to sleep frodo but i'm not trusting him like not one fucking bit
0: and he does say that we should take shifts he would take the first shift and then wake up Mm -hmm. frodo when his eyes get heavy and then you know like all things when you're late night studying for college and you're like, oh, I'll just read this while in bed, you fall asleep, wake up, next thing you know, you're late for class.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's nine
0: hours later.
2: It, it really is like, poor Sam, he's like, don't worry, I'll keep watch. And then he's just like,
0: I just roll back, ah. KO'd.
2: Yeah. He's just out. And he wakes up, though, and he doesn't see where Gollum is. And immediately and shit then, talks him. Yeah. Well, first off, uh, Yeah, various reproachful names for himself came to Sam's mind, drawn from the Gafford's large paternal word horde. What a great, what a great phrase right there. Jimmy, you
0: have a way with words.
2: Then it also occurred to him that his master had been right. There had, for the present, been nothing to guard against. They were at any rate both alive and unthrottled.
0: And if you wake up alive and unthrottled, that's a win. You're already winning.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. And as he like, he's like, where's Gollum? Gollum's like, I'm right here.
0: I'm over here. I'm going to go grab food. The Smeagol is hungry.
2: Yeah, Smeagol is hungry. Be back soon. I mean, Grant, God, such a mood, Gollum. BRB, getting food.
0: <laughs> then Frodo finally wakes up after all that racket.
2: Mm-hmm. And they have this very serious talk about rationing their food.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. because Sam
2: is concerned about the trip back. He's thinking about what comes after they destroy the ring. How are they going to get out of Mordor? Will they have enough supplies to get out of Mordor?
0: Can I read that little passage? Because it is kind of like sad and sweet and gay.
2: Yeah, do. Go for it.
0: I don't know how long we shall take to, to finish. We were miserably delayed in the hills, but Samwise Gamgee, my dear hobbit, indeed, Sam, my dearest hobbit, friend of friends, I do not think we need give thought to what comes after that. To do the job, as you put it. What hope is there that we ever shall? And if we do, who knows what will come of that? If the one goes into the fire and we are at hand? I ask you, Sam, are we ever likely to need bread again? I think not. If we can nurse our limbs to bring us to Mount Doom, that is all we can do. More than I can, I begin to feel. What pressing...
2: But then we have the even gayer moment of Sam nodded silently. He took his master's hand and bent over it. He did not kiss it, though his tears fell on it. Then he turned away, drew his sleeve over his nose, and got up and stamped about, trying to whistle, and saying between the efforts, where's that dratted creature?
0: You, you know... You just take
2: your completely platonic friend's hand... And have the urge to kiss it. That's why I'm like, like, you know it was intimate it.
0: enough for him to write. He did not kiss it, which means it looked like a scene where he would kiss it.
2: He, yeah, he,
1: it's a
2: little he thinks the fritty. lady doth protest too much. Like
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why'd you have
2: to mention kissing, dude? He could have just said he took his hand no. and wept over it. He really he had to let to us know that it.
0: little moment, that little tension. I saw some
2: he of this definitely did not kiss it. Ever.
0: That we know of. But we can read yeah, we between know. the lines, Jimmy.
2: We can read between the kisses. <laughs> Continuing on, they, the Gollum comes back and they continue on their little journey.
0: He did find some food. And they don't know what he ate and they don't ask.
2: They don't ask. It's They're like, eh, best, <laughs> best not yeah. to look into the things that... Because apparently this guy has eaten babies before. So let's not...
0: That's the other thing that's like, I am always a Gollum defender. And then I remember that and I'm like... He ate babies.
2: (laughs) I can defend Gollum. Maybe not against cannibalism, but I can defend Gollum. And then we get this quote-unquote lovely description of what lies before them. On either side and in front, wide fens and mires now lay, stretching away southward and eastward into the dim half-light. Mists curled and smoked from dark and noisome pools. The reek of them hung, stifling in the still air. Far away, now almost due south, the mountain walls of Mordor loomed, like a black bar of rugged clouds floating above a dangerous fog-bound sea.
0: Nope. I love that Mordor is just, like, always there. Goal, getting closer and closer as they trek.
2: Yeah, just... And I don't like wet, soggy places. I don't like that whatsoever. The The worst thing I could be is wet and soggy. Uh. Like, hot and soggy? At least I'm being cooled down by the sogginess. But, like, wet, like cold and soggy? Mm, don't like it.
0: But wait, it gets better.
2: They're dead bodies. <laughs> um, but I do love this little interaction as well. as uh, Because Frodo goes, oh, do we have to go through these fans? And Gollum gets really snippy uh and says no no need no need at all not if hobbits want to reach the dark mountains and go to see him very quick back a little and round a little and you can come on hard cold roads on the very gates of his country lots of his people will be there looking out for guests very pleased to take them straight to him oh yes his eye watches that way all the time it caught smiegel there long ago
0: smart ass yeah, like
2: yeah, he's like, do we have to go through here? It's like, yeah, no, no, not like only if you don't want to get fucking caught, dumbass.
0: <laughs> I love being able to see this this little bit aside of, of Sméagol Golem.
2: It really does show that he was a hobbit. He was a
0: hobbit with personality and character, and
2: that he was able to be such a snappy, like yeah. retort of like, oh yeah, no, totally, you don't have to come this way. <laughs>
0: If you want, you could just walk right up to his front door where his mm-hmm. his giant ring camera is watching you. If I ever get a ring camera, I'm going to make <laughs> it the eye.
2: Do it. I love that idea. The giant, literally a ring camera.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey! <laughs>
1: hey!
0: That's going to be our next invention. We're patenting that. No one else think of that. Unless the Tolkien estate comes after us, then it was your idea.
2: Yeah, I'm like, we can't... I'm like, we can't patent that. We didn't make this shit up. (laughs) But they continue through the marshes and... Gollum... Like, they're all just having a bad time. It's smelly. It's it's gross. And one thing that does throw me off is the fact that there are no birds here. Because usually Mm. fens and marshes have birds in them that make nests Mm -hmm. and, like, eat food from the pools... There are no birds whatsoever. But
0: you know what they do have? Snakeses and wormses, things in the pool. Lots of nasty things.
2: <laughs> no birds. He ended sadly because he wants to eat those birds. Mm-hmm. That's what Gollum wants. Like, mm-hmm. like, oh, there's no birds, and Gollum's like, yeah, they're delicious. He's like, no, not to eat, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> and Frodo's kind of looking kind of bad. He's <laughs> yeah, Frodo. Frodo's
2: been better. <laughs> For sure.
0: He's slowing down. He's looking a little weary. I think Sam is kind of starting to notice that he looks a little a little worse for wear.
2: Mm-hmm. And he's the one following up the back, because the order is Gollum, Sam, Frodo. Hmm. And then night falls, and they begin to see these very ominous lights glowing in the darkness.
0: Things get spooky.
2: Yes. Presently, it grew altogether dark. The air itself seemed black and heavy to breathe. When lights appeared, Sam rubbed his eyes. He thought his head was going queer. Been there before. (laughs) He first saw one with the corner of his left eye, a wisp of pale sheen that faded away. But others appeared soon after. Some like dimly shining smoke. Some like misty flames flickering slowly above unseen candles. Here and there they twisted like ghostly sheets unfurled by hidden hands, but neither of his companions spoke a word. These are the Trixie lights. Oof. The lights of the dead.
0: And Gollum says, don't look at them. They're all Mm -hmm. around, don't look at them, don't heed them, don't follow them. The Trixie lights, candles of corpses. Yes, yes. And these
2: are... Based on the idea of willow the wisps, which is a a folklore thing of these uh in bogs, there can be moments when you see glowing lights in the bog, sometimes due to natural gas, sometimes due to bioluminescence, and gives this gives the idea of these corpse candles that can lead travelers astray.
0: oh, interesting. Is there any other like magical thing? When I was reading it, the lights—I kind of imagined them as like the souls of the of the dead under the I, They bombs. definitely
2: are magical in Tolkien's work. Uh, Willow the wisps, like there's discussion over what inspired Willow the wisps mm. or sightings of Willow the wisps, with people like usually like waving it that it was swamp gases that had ignited. Uh, mm-hmm. Or something along oh, those lines, but in the, in Tolkien's work, these are definitely supernatural occurrences, and they are definitely tied to these dead things in the water
1: Spooky. that Sam describes.
2: Which, uh, yeah, when Sam he then trips after grabbing Frodo and bringing him back. And he looks down and he can see into the water and he pulls back and yells, there are dead things, dead faces in the water, dead faces. And that's kind of terrifying because it's like the same, it gives me the same element as like looking through a dark window and you see another face like looking back at you through it's the window. creepy. Yeah.
0: Ugh. And I feel like this is and a, when I watched the scene for the first time... I feel like you talked about it, and maybe Shane talked about it, how um uh Peter Jackson is really like a horror director. Yes. And it really kind of shows during this scene in the movie. Hmm.
2: It it really does, and it's the eeriness of it all. And the Dead Marshes are supposedly inspired by the battlefields of World War One mm. because You'd have all these artillery craters, and there was a lot of rain that would wash over the battlefield and just fill up these craters, which were usually filled with dead bodies. And so you mm. just have corpses, like, rotting away in these pools of water.
0: Oh, that's so dark. And, that's so dark and heavy.
2: Yeah, Tolkien basically took that concept, that vision, and put it here for the Dead Marshes, where... Uh, this used to be a battlefield. The Dead Marshes was a battlefield where uh, the Battle of Dagorlad took place, mm. and orcs, men, and elves all died here, and their bodies just remained, and their I spirits became these lights.
0: That little passage, because it ugh, it's spooky. Do it. I don't know," said Frodo in a dreamlike voice. But I have seen them too in the pools when the candles were lit. They lie in all the pools, pale faces, deep, deep under the dark water. I saw them, grim faces and evil, and noble faces and sad. Many faces, proud and fair, and weeds in their silver hair. But all foul, all rotting, all dead. That fell light is in them. I know not who they are, but I thought I saw their men and elves and orcs beside them. Oh.
2: Yes, yes, all dead, all rotten. "'Elves and men and orcs, the dead marshes. There was a great battle long ago, yes, "'so they told him when Smeagol was young, "'when I was young before the Precious came. "'It was a great battle, tall men with long swords "'and terrible elves and orcs' shrieking. "'They fought on the plain for days and months "'at the Black Gate, but the marshes have grown since then, "'swallowed up the graves, always creeping, creeping.'"
0: "'Swallowed up the graves, yet you could still see?' It's like the graves are mirrors. You could look in and see the faces. And they
2: never fully rot away. They're <sighs> never fully, completely, like, returned to nature. Their corpses are basically there perpetually due mm. to possibly some curse by Sauron on the marshes or something completely otherworldly.
0: I bet elves hate that. They're supposed oh, to, yeah, like, no. become like a part again of the earth before they go back
2: they're su- they're supposed to be reincarnated basically
0: it goes against everything they stand for
2: it's just yeah it's just very disgusting uh, yeah
0: and I like Oof. the kind of dichotomy of um, they're not just like all evil faces but there's some nobles and some sad like there is a yeah. distinction between all the different kind of faces you could see
2: but they're all rotting, because good and bad, we all die at some point. Yay. Uh, And as they continue along, they have to crawl along to kind of keep their heads down. And Sam thinks kind of, like, in this very silly way, three precious little golems in a row we shall be if this goes on much longer.
0: And hopefully not.
2: Hopefully not. And then... As, like, Gollum gives more encouragement, Uh, Sam goes, What's the need to sniff? The stink nearly knocks me down with my nose held. You stink, and master stinks. The whole place stinks. Yes, yes, and Sam stinks, answered Gollum. Poor Smeagol smells it, but good Smeagol bears it. Helps nice master, but that's no matter. The air's moving. Change is coming. Smeagol wonders he's not happy.
0: I love how he made himself the better man. Yes, Sam stinks, yeah. but I put up with it. Because I'm a good I'm, person.
2: I'm not complaining, Sam wise. Like, I'm actually, you know, keeping myself held. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And Sam stinks. Cheeky little bastard.
0: I love it. I love are, it.
2: I I do like this part of Gollum where he's like, meh.
0: Yeah, mm, it's, lucky, it's a little Sam. sassy. It's got a little personality.
2: And when he does mention about the wind changing, sure enough, something happens. A-, a dark cloud comes out from Mordor, a wraith on wings, and it circles above them and dives down a few times before it returns to Mordor. It's, it's, this is definitely one of the Nazgûl. This is a ring wraith mm-hmm. uh, going out on patrol, basically, to look for enemies approaching Mordor. And the effect it has, like when it screeches and comes out, all the lights of the dead marshes go out. They're Wild. like, oh, we're not even. We're not
0: doing yeah, that. even the that's lights terrifying. are like, nope, we're good. None of that.
2: Even the dead fear them. That's just, that's we're just not creepy. here.
0: Lights out. We're not asleep. about that. You're not disturb.
2: Nope. Mm-mm. No sir, can't do that.
0: Walking, 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 walking. Race, race on wings. First the white face? Is that the moon? Yeah. Okay.
2: The yellow face is the sun. The white face is the moon.
0: Okay. And then you have that little section where where Sam is really noticing how bad Frodo is looking. Weary to the and point of exhaustion. And now Gollum is
2: acting, too. He sensed a change in Gollum again. He was more fawning and would-be friendly. But Sam surprised some strange looks in his eyes at times, especially towards Frodo, and he went back more and more into his old manner of speaking. And Sam had another growing anxiety. Frodo seemed to be weary, weary to the point of exhaustion. He said nothing. Indeed, he hardly spoke at all, and he did not complain, but he walked like one who carries a load, the weight of which is ever-increasing, and he dragged along slower and slower, so that Sam often had to beg Gollum to wait and not leave their master behind.
0: As they get closer, Frodo felt the ring on his chain about his neck grow more burdensome.
2: It's the effect of just... Up and... Like, before the ring had... The only thing we've had to worry about the ring is the temptation to put it on. Mm -hmm. Now that we're actually getting close to Mordor, it's... It's just this weight that's mm-hmm. put on Frodo and I've seen some people equate it with just anxiety
0: I was gonna say of... it feels like a depression too yeah
2: it
0: depression it really feels like a metaphor for some mental illness
2: mental illness yeah it's it's definitely along those lines and but luckily he does have Sam to like mm-hmm. kind of help him out
0: mm-hmm maybe we all have a Sam. And Sam yeah. puts Frodo in front of him so he can keep an eye on him as they continue to trudge forward and trying to support. encourage him with clumsy yeah. words.
2: With clumsy words. That's kind of, that's kind of cute. That is cute. Kinda like that. That's, that's kind of, that's a, a wedding vow. If ever I heard one, I promise <laughs> to support you when you stumble and try to encourage you with clumsy yeah, words.
0: That's really cute. Put it in your vows, Paul.
2: I will, if ever that happens. Uh,
0: <laughs> Win.
2: So they finally do start to get up towards... There are these massive slag hills that rise out from the marshes and begin to like make their way toward the Black Gate of Mordor. And they manage to begin escaping the worst parts of like the dead marshes. And then one night, specifically,
0: mm-hmm. he hears...
2: A uh, a bit of a ruckus coming from nearby where they've made camp.
0: Suddenly Sam woke up thinking that he heard his master calling. It was evening. Frodo could not have called for he had fallen asleep and had slid down nearly to the bottom of the pit. Gollum was by him. For a moment Sam thought that he was trying to rouse Frodo. Then he saw that it was not so. Gollum was talking to himself. Smeagol was holding a debate with some other thought that used the same voice but made it squeak and hiss. A pale light and a green light alternated in his eyes as he spoke.
1: Smeagol promised,
0: said the first thought.
1: Yes, yes, my precious,
0: came the answer.
1: We promised to save our precious, not to let him have it, never, but it's going to him, yes, nearer every step. What's the Hobbit going to do with it, we wonders? Yes, we wonders. I don't know. I can't help it. Master's got it. Smeagol promised to help the Master. Yes, yes, to help the Master, the Master of the Precious. But if we was the Master, then we could help ourselves, yes, and still keep promises. "'But Smeagol said he would be very, very good. "'Nice hobbit. "'He took cruel rope off Smeagol's leg. "'He speaks nicely to me.' "'Very, very good, eh, my precious? "'Let's be good, good as fish, sweet one, but to ourselves.' "'Not hurt, the nice hobbit. "'Of course, no, no. "'But the precious holds the promise.'
0: The voice of Smeagol objected. Then take it, said the other.
1: And let's hold it ourselves. Then we shall be master Gollum. Make the other hobbits, the nasty, suspicious hobbit, make him crawl. Yes, Gollum. But not the nice hobbit? Oh, no, not if it doesn't please us. Still, he's a beckons, my precious, yes, a Baggins, our Baggins stole it. He found it and he said nothing, nothing. We hates Bagginses. No, n- not this Baggins. Yes, every Baggins. All peoples that keep the precious. We must have it. But you will see, he'll know he'll take it from us. He sees, he knows, he heard us make silly promises against his orders, yes, must take it. The wraiths are searching, must take it. Not for him. No, sweet one, see, my precious, if we has it, then we can escape even from him, eh? Perhaps we grows very strong, stronger than wraiths, Lord Smeagol. Gollum the Great, the Gollum. Eat fish every day, three times a day, fresh from the sea. Most precious Gollum. We must have it. We wants it. We wants it. We wants it. Want it. But there's two of them. They'll wake too quick and kill us.
0: Whined Smeagol in a last effort.
1: Not now. Not yet. We want it. But,
0: and here there was a long pause, as if a new thought had wakened.
1: Not yet, eh? Perhaps not. She might help. She might, yes. No, no, not that way,
0: wailed Smeagol.
1: Yes, we want it, we want it.
0: Each time that the second thought spoke, Gollum's long hand crept out slowly, pawing towards Frodo, and then was drawn back with a jerk as Smeagol spoke again. Finally, both arms, with long fingers flexed and twitching, clawed towards his neck. Let's see, Ta-da. who hey. is she?
2: You'll have to wa- keep watching to find <laughs> Stay out. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned.
0: Who is I can't is give any she? spoilers. And I like that Sam also wondered who she was. Who's she? Who is she? You've heard of he. Now get ready for mm-hmm. she.
2: So he decides to kind of cut in and ask what time it is. And Gollum quickly kind of like guards it as best he can. Nice hobbits. Nice Sam. Sleepyheads. Yes, sleepyheads. Leave good Smeagol to watch.
0: You heard nothing. You saw nothing.
2: shh, 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 shh. Gaslight gatekeep Gollum.
0: Man, that's a good chapter name too.
2: That isn't.
0: Uh, that might I'm be. I'm giving it.
2: you so many. I know
0: I've, you're killing it.
2: I've got it. Got everything.
0: <laughs> Frodo wakes up. He feels refreshed. He's strain-
2: Yeah, he's strangely refreshed.
0: He had been dreaming. He was like, "I had a great sleep. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that I might have just gotten killed." And uh, he says, "Bring us to the gate."
2: And they approach the gate, and three times though, fear falls over them, as supposedly the ring wraiths are overhead in the sky. Three times, he whimpered, three times is a threat. They feel us here, they feel the precious, the precious is their master. And they make their way towards the gate, having passed the marshes.
0: Mm-hmm. I enjoyed this chapter.
2: It was a good chapter.
0: Yeah. There were some solid ups and downs and spookiness.
2: Yeah, very, very scary scene setting with the marshes. And then you also have Sam listening in on kind of the mind dynamic that Smeagol slash Gollum has with himself. There's the part of him that is just very fearful and seemingly kind of led along on a leash by whoever's most powerful at the time. Mm. And then there's the Gollum aspect of him, which just... All they can think of is wanting the ring back. Oof. Yeah. And so, then they're at
0: the gate. And then that's the next chapter. That,
2: yeah. They're at the gate. And that's where we're going to pick up next time. No, uh, I don't really have too much to add else to this chapter. Uh, symbolism-wise, there is just kind of the creepy feeling of... Uh, the symbolism of death being this constant rotting but never totally going away mm. aspect in the marshes. Oh,
0: that's good. With
2: the lights that kind of want to pull you astray. Uh, it, it's it's just a very. It lends itself to the unnaturalness that is Mordor. Mm. Like this is. They're on the doormat, basically, when they're in the dead marshes. The to squishy,
0: moist doormat.
2: The squishy, moist doormat. And uh, it makes me think of, you know, when you get out of the shower and your shower mat gets kind of like wet and then it's kind of like a moist and squishy thing Thank you. for a little bit. That's
0: that's the dead marshes.
2: That's the dead marshes.
0: <laughs> Just gets better and better.
2: Naming my, na- naming my shower mat the dead marshes from now on. <laughs> But yeah, this it's it's just unnatural in that it's death, but not death as we know it. Where over time, the pain of death kind of decreases mm-hmm. and it and it uh, it numbs itself, and everything rots away, and nature recycles and goes into
0: Restores a new cycle news. of rebirth. Not here, this buddy. Is just,
2: this is yeah. This is just a constant state of death with no birds or natural animals kind of returning to the marshes, only, only how worms quiet it that is. feast on corpses.
0: Yeah. Probably has a very eerie stillness.
2: And the smell, the smell of death just pervading the entire thing. Jimmy knew what he was doing when he wrote this down. hmm Yeah, so. Next time we will be approaching the gates themselves, uh in March. So yeah. we will see you guys for that one. I hope you've had a lovely February. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Too bad there's not too much romance in these chapters. It would have been a good no, uh, just
0: death. We did get well, a we did get a little fruity salmon we frodo.
2: Get, we did get our first taste of fruity salmon frodo. A taste of much more to come.
0: Where they didn't, where he didn't kiss his hand.
2: Where he totally didn't think. We about had to shout out that he Uh, but yeah thank you everyone for listening thanks for listening to our shit as always special thanks to Wool for doing our cover art and special thanks to Jack Hook for composing our intro and outro music and as always special thanks to our patrons over on Patreon if you would like to contribute to the podcast you can contribute uh, there are three tiers I believe there's like the dollar tier Mm -hmm. which is just you're helping us out. You don't get anything from it. You're just donating. Uh, the $5 tier where you get a uh, podcast of me and Tori just shooting the breeze, talking about whatever we want to talk about. I don't know what we're going to talk about for this month yet.
0: Yeah, that we, we have some ideas for the following month to do a little Star Wars lore dump. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We always we'll manage to fill out. an hour with something.
2: It'll be it'll be a last second thing, but what isn't last second is if you're a ten dollar tier. Oh, someone actually
0: pitched the idea we could do a a Smasher Pass with the Monster Manual.
2: Ooh, I like that. Because what says
0: romance than the Monster (laughs) Manual? You know, nothing. Get me a
2: girl who wants to romance the Monster Manual with me. But for the $10 tier Can you hear the cat?
0: No, actually
2: oh, He's trying to get in we <laughs> We're almost up. done uh, yeah. uh, For $10 tier uh, This month, the movie we are watching uh, Is When Harry Met Sally And it's a very fun romantic comedy We're going to be doing that in a few minutes after Yay. this recording Actually uh, You won't have caught it live However, if you do pay the $10 You get the recording of it that you can then listen to uh, while watching on your own. Um and I believe that is everything.
0: Yeah, so, thanks y'all for listening to our
2: ado. shit. Da da da